Chapter seventy nine of Revelations of Divine Love, read for LibriVox.org by David Barnes. Revelations of Divine Love by Julian of Norwich, the sixteenth revelation, chapter seventy nine. I was taught that I should see mine own sin, and not other men's sin, except it may be for comfort and help of my fellow Christians. Also I had of this revelation more understanding. In that he showed me that I should sin, I took it nakedly to mine own singular person, for I was none otherwise showed at that time. But by the high, gracious comfort of our Lord that followed after, I saw that his meaning was for the general man, that is to say, all man, which is sinful and shall be unto the last day, of which man I am a member, as I hope, by the mercy of God. For the blessed comfort that I saw, it is large enough for us all. And here was I learned that I should see mine own sin, and not other men's sins, but if it may be for comfort and help of mine even Christians. And also in this same showing, where I saw that I should sin, there was I learned to be in dread for unsureness of myself. For I wot not how I shall fall, nor I know not the measure nor the greatness of sin. For that would I have wist with dread, and thereto I had none answer. Also our courteous Lord in the same time he showed full surely and mightily the endlessness and the unchangeability of his love and afterward, that by his great goodness and his grace inwardly keeping, the love of him and our soul shall never be disparted in two, without end. And thus, in this dread, I have matter of meekness that saveth me from presumption, and in the blessed showing of love, I have matter of true comfort and of joy that saveth me from despair, all this homely showing of our courteous Lord, it is a lovely lesson and a sweet gracious teaching of himself in comforting of our soul. For he willeth that we should know by the sweetness and homely loving of him that all that we see or feel, within or without, that is contrary to this, is of the enemy and not of God. And thus if we be stirred to be the more reckless of our living, or of the keeping of our hearts, because that we have knowing of this plenteous love, then need we greatly to beware. For this stirring, if it come, is untrue, and greatly we ought to hate it, for it all hath no likeness of God's will. And when that we be fallen, by frailty or blindness, then our courteous Lord toucheth us, and stirreth us, and calleth us. And then willeth he that we see our wretchedness, and meekly be aware of it. But he willeth not that we abide thus, nor he willeth not that we busy us greatly about our accusing, nor he willeth not that we be wretched over ourself, but he willeth that we hastily turn ourselves unto him. For he standeth all aloof, and abideth us sorrowfully and mournfully, till when we come, and have haste to have us to him. 
for we are his joy and his delight, and he is our salve and our life. When I say he standeth all alone, I leave the speaking of the blessed company of heaven, and speak of his office and his working here on earth, upon the condition of the showing. End of chapter 79 This recording is in the public domain.